0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Burquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist and host of This Is My Show. Which starts now.
1: All right, right into it we go today. Tuesday, November 15th. Remember this day, guys. Remember this day, by the way, I'm Drew Berkwist. This is my show. You probably know that because you're here. But just before the show, a little bit before the show, I should say, we saw this news breaking. Senior U.S. intelligence official says Russian missiles, Russian missiles crossed into NATO member Poland, killing two people. That, according to the Associated Press, and that, my friends... Is not ideal not ideal certainly not ideal for the two who were killed that's not what we're talking about here because that number might pale in comparison is if this thing goes where it could go now because of course it doesn't mean that it will I'm not saying that it will with certainty but in theory this is the scenario that we all feared the most a stray missile a stray round a stray whatever. Crosses into NATO territory, and that sparks article five and the reason the reason it's such a big concern is is because of the letter of the law, because of the the verbiage that is in place with NATO and, and the alliance members but more more than that it's more than that what's really concerning is just how desperate and hungry these crazy ass fools are for for World War III. Got to support the military, and again, uh, with this whole conflict, that's not our beef. We shouldn't be fighting in the first place. We've seen a lot more reasons as to why. <clears throat> Search up, uh, you know, remember you've got mail, disco, F. Of course, o- great movie. X. F O X. Yeah. Well, now it's it's changed. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do the cute little spelling thing and say F. T X search that up. We talked about it yesterday, but, but this is, this is a big deal. It's something that we'll talk about more. And maybe as more comes in during the show, we'll get into it later in booze and banter. Um, But man, uh, this is something I didn't want to see. I'm not surprised that it happened, but I did not want to see it. And neither should you or anyone for that matter.
2: I just remember we were saying like, this is a possibility. This could happen. This could happen. But then we were always like, but also, too, we've been sending money. We've been sending weapons and aid and all that stuff. And Putin could be like, well, that's them helping. Let's just send the rocket over to America. And yet now it's one of Russia's. I mean, I mean, like it was it was going to happen. It was probably because he's not giving up. He's not relenting. He's advanced, advanced, advance. I wish I knew what that was in Russian so I could say it over and over again. But I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> But uh, it, it's like, OK, cool. You know, like right before we got the show, I was like, so you're saying by the end of the show, we could possibly be declaring war? like, yep. Okay, cool. All right.
1: I got my, uh, Saddle I, got, up, my bitches. I gonna... got my ammo. <laughs> yeah. Good. We're fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. So again, we'll talk more about that as stuff comes in, but this is one of the worst fears that has now come true. Um, and I, I hope, and I pray that it does not escalate to the point where it could let's 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 pray even for the dumb leaders that are out there that this doesn't go where it could okay we've got lots to get into today we've got Carrie Lake update it's not good you probably know we've got all sorts of other stuff relating to some elections we're going to get into the uniparty we're going to get into how they have failed us yet again in so many ways we're, we're going to talk about all of that we've got some more Trump stuff we've got some DeSantis stuff We've got plenty to get into on booze and banter as well uh, as an update on on what we just talked about with those Russian missiles crossing into NATO ter- territory, killing two people in Poland. So plenty to get to today, guys. Buckle up. It's going to be fun. Booze and banter will be over. You can see it on the screen there at drewberkwist.locals.com. Tons of new people getting accounts. Now, come on over. Come on over. Have a drink with us after the show. You don't have to have a drink. You can have a coffee. You can have nothing. But bring a question. Bring some energy. Let's let's have a good time together. Well,
2: you're saying like uh, a lot of people are signing up um uh, thank you for signing up but come and watch you actually be there and maybe you can't you, you end up watching it later but it would be nice like the the group we have over there is so close and it's nice just to be there and we'd love to add more so come on in
1: yeah come you know. on in all right let's get to question of the day oh Wh- hang on which... i wasn't
2: ready for the bell
1: uh, well but... you know there we go there it is um <laughs> there's the bell Question of the day today and I guys I'm I'm asking this honestly cuz I want to get some some new ideas. The question is this, it's really a fill in the blank. The greatest thing you've ever done with bacon is dot dot dot. Now let me caveat this. I don't want some weird fetish stuff like don't tell me what Paul Pelosi and his friend would have done with bacon's and hammer <laughs> like hammers. I I don't want that. Creatively with with food uh maybe there's some other things Just send in your answers we'll see whatever we'll weed through them uh while you send in your answers today's episode is brought to you by my good friends at field of greens guys i don't always make the best food choices but i feel like i am now because i i mean let's be honest before field of greens know i eat pretty healthy at the house i really do i make other bad decisions admittedly but i eat pretty healthy But before Field of Greens, I was not getting my full six cups of fruits and vegetables a day, but I am now because of Field of Greens. And not just me, my whole family is. Again, they're powered with a full spectrum of essential vegetables, fruits, science-backed herbs, prebiotics. All of that stuff helps you stay way healthier. It works fast, and if you're like me, you're going to have a lot more energy. The last thing you want from me is having more energy, so I apologize at the same time. But you're going to feel healthier. he, He needs
2: to slow down a little bit there. Yes,
1: but your skin will look healthier. Uh, it can help you lose weight. There's so many benefits to it. Uh, basic nutrition is the answer. Get yourself those fruits and vegetables. Get it in a tasty drink that you can have each and every day. They send you the tumbler that you can put whatever beverage in there, shake it up, drink it down, and you're gonna feel a whole lot better. And here's the good news: you can get because you are a listener or a viewer of this show 15% off of your first order. Then you can get another 10% if you subscribe. So head on over to Field of Greens dot com use promo code drew again that's field of green greens excuse me dot com use promo code drew can't wait to hear how well it works for you you know okay. and their their slogan if you look there at the bottom it says made
2: with real food so technically not a supplement and i was like yeah okay sure and then i went on and looked them up and i was like oh no yeah yeah it's legit <laughs> like, like, well, and like, here's what's funny like there's a lot of places that, that claim that but then they're like other active ingredients you know there's none of that it's just right here it is well and and, like, okay and
1: cool most of those supplements that are out there which we all take and there's some that i take right now that are probably doing jack squat for me if we're being honest but they've been studied and proven to really do a bunch of nothing like you're just pouring yeah. money into something because it has something in it but it's an ex- extract from it it's not the real deal so they can say yeah it's got this root and it's got that in there but it's not the good parts and you're just literally putting some weird thing in your body that's doing nothing for you. It, it may, might help your head. Maybe there's a placebo. There, there, was, effect. This,
2: there was this guy I was listening to um, and uh, uh, might be a, little, a selfish plug, but it started today. The Self-Defense Warrior podcast over at Red Voice Media. There's an episode out there where he talks about how the FDA approves crazy. like It's like over a thousand things get approved every single year by the FDA. He goes, but like 5,000 get submitted. So the other 4,000, they just like, yeah, we don't need to look at it. Just send it. Yeah. So some of the stuff you put in your body, the FDA doesn't, even, even though it's got the stamp on it, they're like, just, we don't have enough time. Let's go. So he's like, the guy's like, eat healthy. Find stuff that's got plants, plant-based, all that stuff, so that you know that what you're eating is what you're getting and not some crazy chemical cocktail. Right. And uh, it just, so, yeah, I just
1: wanted to put that off. out there. percent off. See and I'm dead serious. Like some of the the stuff out there that you'll try, tastes like garbage. And you're like, oh it's good for me. I'm gonna do it anyways. No, no, this tastes good. It tastes good. There's there's multiple different flavors you can choose from. Um, so get on over there. Okay, so let's get to the answer here. The question was the most or the greatest thing you've ever done with bacon is dot 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 fill in the blank. Bacon crack grilled on a stick and coated with barbecue sauce. I like that, Shelby. Coat it with brown sugar and bake it. Amen. Bacon grilled cheese sandwich. Got to say it that way. Nothing beats a good BLT except for with spinach instead of lettuce, says June. We've got bacon bark, another bacon with brown sugar, wrapped a meatloaf. Dear Lord, Kathy. Or, no, Ginger said that. Wow. Mm. You might get an invite to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Be safe. Uh-huh. We're out of here, folks. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't have fired Brenda. She could be she could be doing that for us right now. Peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Bacon wrapped pork tenderloin. I love it, Rita. I love it. Um, <clears throat> Kathy says, I don't get six servings a month. I'm the perfect candidate for a field of greens. Yeah, go check it out. Check it out. Try it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You're gonna like it though. But um, Best bacon experience. This is a long one, so I'm reading from Mudcat, so I hope that this stays appropriate. It usually does. <clears throat> Cured my hangover at a northern Minnesota resort in Niswa. Best bacon ever, and all all you can eat, bacon. That's a heart attack and maybe another sensation in your in your uh, midsection if you have that much bacon.
2: We went on our cruise recently. Every morning I always grabbed it was like biscuits and gravy and then a, a separate plate of just bacon. <laughs> My wife was always like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, it's all you can eat, so I'm, um, I just, I just grabbed a bunch. Like, I mean, like, like I'm why limit me while I'm on vacation? <laughs> like, stop it."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the brown sugar is good. June saying brown You could do brown sugar. You can also do um, some some maple syrup. Maple syrup, yeah. which is which is good. So, you know, some people like it with chocolate, like chocolate covered bacon. Um. There's a lot of interesting things. Bacon-wrapped asparagus, I like that, too. I like it, too. Um, You know what's just really good? There's a place... There's lots of places to do this, but there's a place in New York, by the way, that's got a great deal, or did before COVID. I don't even know if they're still around. But uh, Maloney and Porcelli's, I think it's called, something like that. I could walk there, but I I, I always get the name wrong. Um, But, Disco Check Your Volume, someone's saying but uh it might just be texas too but um is it too loud no it it says it's low um maloney and porcelli they have this all you can i'm going to go on a tangent here but this all you can eat meal um or, or it's it's not an all you can eat meal but they give you this awesome quality steak it's a great steakhouse unlimited wine a couple sides, a dessert, and an app, I think. No, no, no. The app's not included for like 85 bucks. So it's an expensive meal, but the wine, which is usually what takes you over the top, you know, with your with your prices included in that in that deal. But <clears throat> where they get you is if you want a side salad or a Caesar or something like that to start, you know, obviously that's there. And then they've got this appetizer bacon that comes out in a huge chunk like and you you use a fork to eat it and it's so tender and so salty like you feel kind of like you're like like real thick right oh yeah oh i mean we're like
2: inches i've had bacon like this i know exactly what you're talking about
1: oh my gosh the first time i ever had it i felt like i was in heaven i felt awful later because i had too much of it um because i have no ability to stop myself but which is ridiculous um (laughs) to be in my age and still not be able to stop myself but but it that is that is legit that is good right there so that's that's pretty good cheese stuffed jalapenos wrapped in bacon yum gotta gotta yeah, love that so good it you know it's so, I was thinking about this answer this morning
2: it's so hard for me because I love bacon and I feel like you're gonna hate my answer but it's usually my answer is the next thing that I'm making with bacon I like that <laughs> because because like uh, last week we made a buffalo chicken dip to have for football and everything and I'm making getting it all ready. And then my wife's like, "What if we did like red onions and bacon?" And I'm like, "On it!" And <laughs> like, get yes. out the 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 Kielbasa brand, uh, bacon, fire it up. It was so it was so good. I I still have some left over, and I'm just eating it slowly because it's that good. So
1: I, June says, "I've been known to just eat bacon all by itself." I had it by itself this morning. Um, had to drop some kids off before going to work, and. Decided to stop and, and get some eggs and bacon, do a little detour, go home, cook it, and it was, it was delightful. Um, mm. Okay, moving on. Uh, Shelby says, glad I ate before the show starts. Yeah, we always do get onto food tangents here. Um, today was, the you know, a, a, a health, not a health fix, this bacon, but it was a good discussion as a part of the question of the day. Okay, let's get in um, to today's stories. And, again, we'll keep tracking what's happening overseas with with Russia having a couple stray missiles go into Poland stray uh, allegedly stray. Um so this is going to be one of the more awkward tape definitely the most awkward tape that you're going to see today maybe maybe this week but go ahead and roll this disco and I'll just kind of talk over maybe turn it down a little bit but yeah well, uh, give me a second cuz the audio is really loud in this cuz it's Okay there's so it's the music the, and the stuff, um so yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah 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 give me okay give
1: me a moment all right so so this is Joe overseas, and you can see him there in the grave. And and first of all, he's dressed like Mao. And I know that world leaders have to wear this garbage. Trump had to wear it. Obama had to wear it. Well, Obama gladly wore it. But look how awkward the vegetable-in-chief looks, walking like a robot. And then he's having to get directions from a little Chinaman named Bak Chow, or Bak Choi, or Lo Maine, whatever his name is. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy you can see him, he's kind of like, he points and, you know, go forward, Bak Choi says. And then Joe repeats and and points like he's always doing when he's trying to go off the stage this uh, this way. And then he pats him on the back as he goes forward. It's just a weird, weird thing. The whole thing is super strange, especially Joe wearing the communist tunic. Which, by the way, as he's walking with his buddy and and communist World Economic Forum favorite Justin Trudeau there. But he's wearing this this thing that everyone makes him wear. And nothing says quality craftsmanship more than a garment made by the loving hands of Chinese child labor, because that's who made it, right? I mean, if you look closely enough at Joe Biden's shirt, you can see tears of the eight-year-old who loomed the fabric all the while knowing that they will never be free as long as they live on this planet, Thank you so much, Bobby. I appreciate it. You've always got such kind words. But so I say to Joe, take pride, brother, in wearing that garment. It comes from a really nice work camp where children are separated from their parents and the state decides your fate. And of course he knows that. Of course he doesn't care. He doesn't give a rat's ass about it. It's ridiculous. But... What's a communist summit without the presence of Dr. Evil himself, Klaus Schwab? Klaus was looking very dapper. You can see a picture here in his Tiananmen tunic. The orange in that tunic really brings out the jaundice in his skin and eyes. Don't you think, Disco? <laughs> I was thinking the same
2: thing this morning, but I was like, no one else is seeing that because my brain just goes, but I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it just, I love the the post that we pulled this from too. It was like, um... <laughs> How come Carlos, like, how come Klaus looks like he's a, a
1: supervillain? <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he really is like he's, he does, he, he is, he is the, the world supervillain. I mean, there's no doubt about it, it but it, it brings up a question, his presence there. You've got world leaders in that particular picture and segment of what's going on with a bunch of these summits and meetings this week, but world leaders assembled in China. Why is the head of the world economic forum there as well? Like, seriously, do, do the world elites consider the, the WEF to be its own government? Worthy of meeting with other government leaders? And they keep, the left keeps downplaying what the World Economic Forum is. We keep talking about it, no one's listening. And they just keep saying, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a down, it's a think take. It's just, it's, it's where like-minded people get together to figure out ways to improve the world. No. No, no, no! Please don't ever believe that. And they're elevated to this position where they're going to events like this, rubbing elbows with and/or <clears throat> dictating to world leaders from all over the globe. You never see anyone else get that invite, right? Have you seen the Cato Institute, just as an example, invited to summits with world leaders? Not typically. Not typically. I mean, thank God. Thank God that I trust our government so much. (laughs) I mean, nothing would ever be afoot with them, right? Democrats in particular, they would never do anything nefarious, especially as it it pertains to giving away our own natural resources, the freedom of American citizens. They would never do that. And they'd never in a million years put our, our, our liberty in jeopardy, put any of that... No, that's not who they are. And of course, I'm being completely facetious. They'd sell us out to anyone. They do all the time. That's what they do. That's who they are. When Democrats are in power like they are right now, America becomes a big-ass yard sale for dictators and despots all over the world. And you know who pays the price for their greed? You, me, the rest of us. But not only was the World Economic Forum invited there, not only did Dr. Evil show up, but he spoke. And here's what he had to say. Take a listen.
3: Of course, if you look at all the challenges, we can speak about a multi-crisis, an economic, a political, a social, and ecological, and institutional crisis. But actually, what we have to confront is a deep systemic and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time. And the world will look differently after we have gone through this transition process. Politically, the driving forces for this political transformation of course is the transition into a multipolar world which has a tendency to make our world much more fragmented. And for these reasons, events like this one, the G twenty and so on, are the very important connectors to avoid a too great segmentation. All right,
1: so there's Klaus, who says we have to confront this deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of the world. This will take some time in which the world will look differently after we've gone through this transition process. A lot of their favorite words, transition, systemic. The commies love the word systemic. That's their catchphrase for something evil. It's one of those words that's thrown out there. And whatever you put after it, the low information person is going to think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. There is systemic voter fraud. There is systemic racism. They just got to put that word in front. That's how dumb they think people are. And sadly, that's how dumb a lot of people are. But division is the whole word reason for words like that. Restructuring the world according to the World Economic Forum means countries will not have borders. That the earth will be ruled by one governing body of unelected elites. What could possibly go wrong? Sounds amazing, right? And the world collectively has proven over and over again with a heavy hand of our involvement that they're really bad at nation building. Look at Iraq. Look at Afghanistan. Look at, you could look at a lot of different scenarios. But of course, the, the world's going to look different. But how, I mean, how, like, if, if you're Klaus Schwab, you're one of his supervillain friends, how in the world are you going to reshape or transition third world countries? They're already in bad shape. It's already a hot mess there. And of co- I mean, and, and the answer is, according to the World Economic Forum, these third world countries are just made of useless eaters. So you can expect as this transition, this restructuring happens, more famine, more pandemics, more civil unrest to thin the herd in those countries. <clears throat> Excuse me. Meanwhile, genocide... A term that the Democrats love to talk about abroad, unless it has to do with China, where they just ignore it and pretend it's not happening. We've got it happening right here in the United States in its own way with fentanyl pouring in, pouring in across the border on a daily basis. Since 2020, the United States is averaging over 100,000 people dying of fentanyl a year. 100,000 people dying of these drugs because at the, at the end of the day, if you follow everything back, you've got China who's playing a huge part in this, manufacturing these and then using cartels and mules to bring them on into the country, flood the streets. And the Biden administration is doing nothing to stem the tide of uh, fentanyl being brought into the U.S. The, the border's not even there. Which makes you, makes you ask the question, Are they trying just to weed out the weakest in our society here, replace them with people arriving illegally from other countries right here in the United States? But that would be the great replacement theory, and that's just racist because it's not happening at all. Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe what's right before you. When it comes to the World Economic Forum and the world elites and what we're seeing and what we're experiencing right now, I mean... If you, if you really break it down, this is some real James Bond, like, bad guy shit that's, like, happening for real. They're actively, and again, when it comes to Klaus and his, his buddies in the World Economic Forum, I'm not inserting words in their mouth. I'm not making stuff. I'm literally just saying what they always say out loud. That they want one world government. That they want to control the world. What people eat, where people go, all of that stuff. And for the optics of this, the visuals of this, the audio of this, it doesn't help that Klaus has that thick German accent. I mean, that alone right there should scare the shit out of me. When a German starts talking about restructuring the world, like, it's... It's it's not man it's
2: crazy. I Wish we had a James Bond. Yeah, you know, like I wish, yeah, you because know, it's, it's funny. it's funny. Been going through, uh, watching those movies because they they released them out, you know, the whole collection, and just watching it, it's like, man, I'm so glad that he was there to stop this. You know, I know it's a story and it's it's, it's how it's supposed, but it's like, and then and then I'll, of course I'm deeper into bourbon than I should be, <laughs> and I'm like should we have we need to have someone like like that again yeah. i start getting real depressed i'm like do we have someone you know like do We're we NCAA have someone that's our team last? yeah <laughs> yeah like where's our last resort you know it's uh, you know we, you brought up true lies the other day you know if you remember you look at the seal it says the the last the last last line of defense or something like that <laughs> on the seal in the agency there and it's like dude do we have that? Like, cause we need to call them right now. Like, where's yeah. the, where's the bat phone?
1: Yeah. Is there a button? Do I have one here think, on the, <laughs> on the
2: mini board? I don't, we might, I, we, I, you know, we were trying to get, you know, some codes in there. Maybe it got installed overnight. I don't know, but it's like, can we call them and be like, Hey, we need some help. <laughs> right. You know.
1: <laughs> well, someone who needs help is, is Biden. Cause after dressing up like Mal, we showed you that clip earlier and possibly pooping his pants like he did at the Vatican, Joe's handlers decided he needed to skip out on dinner with the other world leaders. Oh, you go it, on this trip to, be, yeah, to, 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 to meet world leaders, eat as, as stupid as it is with world leaders, and he couldn't do it. And the official White House statement was, it's been a long day. And look, we can all sympathize with a long day. It's a long trip from D.C. to Beijing. I get that. Crossing the international date line. Being injected with Adderall and Aricept just to keep you upright and walking around. But it's pretty obvious when you know who Joe is, you see what they do to Joe on a, on a daily basis. That he was just at the point where no more drugs could have been injected into him to make him lucid and semi-coherent. That's the real reason he had to go to back to the hotel. He reached his daily max. Hey, how many injections has he had today? Oof, no, we've gotta we gotta stop this one. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna call a timeout for today.
2: Cause I mean, optic wise, there was not one person that was like, This actually might not look good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they're they're probably like, no, he's already starting to say stuff he shouldn't be saying. <laughs> um, let's get him into bed.
1: Yeah. Let's get him. Let's get him hooked up to some IVs. Where's, where's, the, where's the Easter Bunny so yeah. we can corral him over and yep. uh, <laughs> pet him until he falls asleep? Just kidding. He's gonna do it with the drugs that we put in him. We're gonna put him into a semi vegetative state because we have to, because he's a disaster. And whatever the docs are telling him, his staff's telling him, and whatever they're doing to him, I'm sure it, it can't prolong his life. But, but. But they can they can eke another day out of him, make it seem like he's got part of his you know faculties still about it, which of course no one thinks he really does. but it's it's when you think about it all, and we talk about this a lot, it is really take him out of this for he's corrupt, he's an awful guy. He's done nothing for this country for a long time. But take all that out for a second, and just think about the old, cognitively failed man that he is and then think about what the democrats are using him for and how vile they are it's grotesque what they're doing to this old bastard and again i don't like him and i don't feel sorry for him because he was an asshole and a loser before he lost his mind he was a groper and a sexual assaulter before he lost his mind he was a failed senator before he lost his mind but they they are they are playing a nasty game and they're playing a nasty game with Fetterman and they're playing. I mean, it's just, it shows you who they are. Well, the fact that they're allowing him when his
2: decline that is going on with his health, that's the biggest thing is you're sitting there going, just rewind the clock three years, four years. Right. And you'd see how he was actually, he was actually healthier. He looked healthier.
1: He could talk, people. And then yeah, well you can see it it in the eyes. You can see it. I mean, there's there's some I mean, the skin like everything about him was there was there was there was energy like, you you know, you've got to have energy to be the sick pedophile that he is. Yeah. And and he had it now. He doesn't. Um, But it's like, you know, it's but then something happened and they were like, you know, let's
2: just have him run the campaign from his basement. He'll be fine.
1: Catherine you know, says he's not a victim, he's a volunteer. I agree. I, I'm not giving Joe Biden the yeah. pass. He's a vile creature. Yeah. But my point is what what the Democrats are willing to do for power and for transitioning the country into this communist hellhole that they're trying to make it is it just shows how sick they are. And I can't believe that there are people that fight. and I can because look I've I've fought enemies my whole adult life I've seen the worst of the worst but you don't want to see it and you don't want to see it in America and and we are uh real quick I've got some other things to hit too but Kevin Carth- McCarthy was just elected speaker of the house um so that's happening going to be a lot of yeah, he won
2: the GOP nomination yeah yeah
1: yeah so I don't uh I don't like it Trump Trump supported him, endorsed him. I don't like that move either. Um, I just, I think we can do better. I think we can do a lot better. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. Um, this was disappointing, though. Out of all the disappointments from the midterm elections, of which we've talked about a great deal at this point, the biggest one is Carrie Lake being so-called defeated by Katie Hobbs. It's a hard pill to swallow. It's not. A pill that necessarily is truthful, but that's what they're that's what they're saying, right? I was on One America News talking about it today, and I still can't believe it because it look. Katie Hobbs ran the same campaign as Joe Biden. She hid out in her basement. She never debated Carrie Lake. She only gave interviews to friendly communist journalists. She's your typical, you know, stereotypical leftist female. Whenever she talks, she sounds like this smug, condescending, whiny leftist. And what should also be concerning is Katie Hobbs was the Secretary of State that oversaw the very election that she was in. So, right there alone, I'm calling bullshit. There's got to be some sort of. Rule that prevents that. Obviously, I mean it's it's just ridiculous. But you had Carrie Lake over here who ran this aggressive campaign, a great campaign. She had tens of thousands of people. Or at least thousands at all of her rallies, maybe not tens of thousands, but she had big crowds, lots of excitement. And again, this is the same kind of a situation as Joe and Trump, where there's lots of excitement and there's no excitement. And you look at a race like this and you say, "Ah, I don't know, man, I'm calling bullshit. There's just no way on God's green earth that low energy, no excitement, horrible policy. Katie Hobbs beat Carrie Lake fair and square.
2: Especially when we saw the footage, you know, of, oh, the machines are not really working properly or I'm sorry, the machines are down. You can't vote here anymore. You need to leave. You know all those things, and then then there was that one that we watched that was really long, where it was like the two guys, and they were like trying to discuss like what was going on with the machine. Remember? Yeah. It's like, okay, you came out with all this stuff. Then also you took almost a week to declare what's going on. I'm glad you found the votes, even when the machines weren't working. So glad, you know, because I guess somehow they were still. They went and they they just found like post its. Who you voting for? Okay, just tally. You know, like what like okay, if the machines weren't working, how did we get a actual Vote in, but whatever.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. Well, and 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 this is the conversation I was having with One America today. Is six days, okay? Let's take out the 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 very strange fact that and circumstance that Katie Hobbs, is the Secretary of State, who has overseen the election. The bigger issue that we're seeing on a collective scale across the country is the delays in states where the Democrats know that they can't afford to lose. You had kerry lake with this awesome campaign saying if she became governor she'd unilaterally shut down the arizona mexico border which scared the shit out of the communists they can't afford to have the border closed they need more fentanyl coming in they need more legals coming in they need to collapse the system and the open border is absolutely pivotal in that in that plan that scheme so you had this 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 state who by the way wants that and then it takes six more than six days to get the results but again we're not allowed to ask questions the cameras go down in nevada separate race yes i get it not allowed to ask questions and that's where we're at that's where we're at and they want you just to play nice and say i heard i heard charles barkley today who doesn't always get everything wrong i'm not saying that charles is wrong and But I heard him say on CNN, we've got to get to the point where Republicans don't whine and cry every time they lose an election and say it was stolen. To which I would say, "Okay, well, then we need to get to the point where they're not stolen. And maybe we can do that.
2: Well, then the Democrats have to come to the grasp of they can't say hashtag not my president.
1: Right. Hillary Clinton didn't accept the election. Stacey Abrams only took a break from eating to say that she won the 2018 (laughs) election. And then she went back and shoved something in her mouth. Like that's look, I'm sick and tired of playing nice. We can't play nice anymore. Playing nice for all these years, doing the decent things for all these years, got us to here. Everyone look around since, since 2016 and particularly since 2020, do you like the way we look as a country? No, you can't use the Joseph A. Banks thing because you don't like the way we look. We don't look good. It's not a good thing. So we'll see what happens with this. I hope she concede or doesn't concede rather and challenges this. But I also don't think that's going to go anywhere. And that's really damn frustrating. Really damn frustrating. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Everyone smash that like button, though, before we do. We got plenty to get to. We're going to talk about the freaking... Laughable GOP and Republican Party who's just as big of a problem for us as the Democrats are. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about the Santas. There's tons to get to. Make sure, by the way, you're subscribed on all these these channels, Rumble in particular. Um, we'd love to have you be a subscribed member. Make sure you get a Locals account. That's where we'll be for Booze and Banter today. we got plenty to get to, like I said. We'll see you on the other side. Stick around.
0: Watching what's happening in the world today? Global pandemic, dramatic stock market volatility, trade wars with China, U.S. debt piling up, banks charging negative interest rates, the Fed printing money again. World economies are poised for a major freefall. In 2008, many Americans lost a large portion of their retirement savings. Fortunately, those who were protected invested in physical gold and silver. Historically, when the stock market has crashed, gold and silver have increased in value and have protected investors from crippling losses. You see, gold and silver can act like an insurance policy. For decades, savvy investors have taken advantage of an IRS loophole that allows one to add physical gold, silver, or other precious metals to their retirement savings. What else can physical gold and silver do for you? Privatize your savings. With banking and online financial systems alone, you really only have paper currency and bank receipts. At GoldCo, we're here to help you protect and grow your life savings. Our specialists assist you in two ways. One, buying physical gold and silver direct. Two, facilitating the transfer or rollover from your existing retirement account into a self-directed IRA. Our process is fast, easy, and no cost to you. There are three simple steps to setting up a self-directed IRA. First, we help you open your new IRA account with a quick application. Second, you'll choose how you would like to fund it. Third, we'll help you select the metals that best fit your investment goals and ship them to your account. That's it. With more than a decade of experience and thousands of satisfied customers, the GoldCo team remains committed to helping individuals like you safeguard and grow their retirement savings.
1: Alright, man, I still I just I tell you what. Chatting with some people during the break there, and you see everything that's happening, and then you see this news today, which I'm chuckling about, but I'm not laughing about, with the Russian missiles crossing into NATO territory, striking Poland, killing two people. It's gonna get interesting, folks. It's gonna get interesting. Not good. But also not good is is what's happening back here. We've talked about the World Economic Forum already again today. We've talked about Klaus Schwab, we've talked about Joe Biden. We've talked about all of this. But as we we got into yesterday. Who who is the GOP? And and really is there a Republican party anymore? Because we're we're essentially this uniparty where you've got these bought and paid for these guys who are all in it for themselves. The Mitch McConnell's of the world, Lindsey Graham's of the world, a whole host of others. We could just list them off, and then the episode would be out of time. But the, these people who are here, and that was one of you know, I was asked today, and I'm not trying to just plug the OAN interview, um, but I was asked that was one of the questions I was asked today is how do you fix this? And and my first response was unfortunately I don't think you can fix election woes and the control that the left has in this country. We're just kind of sadly at that at that point without something very significant happening. That is. But if you could, the way you'd have to do it is one, you'd have to get more people aware that are out there with their head buried in their asses about the nonsense that's happening in this country as it pertains to election control, all this stuff. Fill in the blank. It could be election related, it could be COVID related, it could be climate change related, it could be you name it. We got to get people to wake up because if they see what's actually happening, again, this is not speculative, it's happening. So if you can get them to see, in an ideal world, a lot of them start to wake up and say, yeah, no, 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 I'm not for that. And and change their tune and come on board and help push back against this crazy-ass machine that's, that's running us. The second thing is, is you've got to get these worthless people out of D.C. on our side. You're not going to get the Democrat ones out. The Democrat strongholds are going to vote Democrat. That's just how it's going to be. This election showed us that. The blue states went bluer, the red states went redder. We're balkanizing more and more by the day. But you've got to get these people out there. You just have to. You can't have Mitch McConnell running things anymore. Again, we talked about yesterday. You got Mitch. Well, first of all, we have candidates in, in all the key races. Look at all the key Senate races, for example, in the states. Arizona, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Nevada. All You can look at any one of those. We got outspent by a huge margin. It varied from state to state, but it was the one thing that was common is it was huge in all of them. So we're resting on our laurels, hoping that the good, nice message is going to work, and it doesn't. We get outspent. We've got another side, an opponent who's willing to do anything and everything, manipulate, break rules, all of that stuff. And we... We just continue to shoot ourselves in the foot. Then on top of that, not only did we get outraised, as we talked about yesterday, you had Mitch McConnell and, and some of these key people raise over $100 million, and they took money from these key states. They took money from these candidates that we needed to win these key races. They poured it into worthless individuals like Lisa Murkowski and others who we don't want there. And as a consequence, we have plenty of rhinos still. And any of the new blood that was coming in, they were stopped by us, by our own so-called party. And then as our, as our party and our country is in tatters, pick any issue, the economy, any of this stuff. We've got so, an open board. We've got so much to work on right here at home. We've got a proxy war going on that today might have just escalated into a world war. And you know what we're focused on? We're focused on a bipartisan, co-sponsored by Republicans and Democrats, same-sex marriage bill. That's what's high on their priority list right now. And they're calling this a moderate group of Republicans. I hate the term moderate in the first place. And... There's, you, you never hear a moderate Democrat, by the way, they, because they don't really exist. You could say that you know, Manchin and Sinema and a couple others aren't off, but, but collectively speaking, they, they don't. And that's part of the narrative that the media has been able to construct over the past 60 years or so. They've made it sound to low-information people like the Democrats are the party of America. And Republicans are just some, some fringe group that are trying to take down America. When, when of course, the opposite is true. Democrats and their friends in the media are, are experts at projecting. But they've built that up. And you've got a group of senators who said yesterday that they'll be advancing the Respect for Marriage Act to codify same-sex marriage. And it's no surprise who some of the Republicans are. you got Rob Portman, Susan Collins who votes for the Dems as much as she does for us, and Tom Tillis. The law would require the federal government to recognize a marriage between two individuals if that marriage was valid in the state where it's performed. The bill also guarantees valid marriages between two individuals be given full faith and credit regardless of the couple's sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin. It would not require states to issue marriage licenses contrary to state law. And look, I'm not for this. I'm also not for the government, the federal government at that, being involved with marriage. And I don't get, I mean, and everyone kind of does it different. I don't get why you need a license to get married either. And I do. The, the answer is the government wants to make more money. Go ahead and pay us. We'll take away one of your rights and then we'll sell it back to you. Is that You see how that works? That's what's happening. But it's actually, I mean, if you break it down, if you get real, go real dark for a second, it's more nefarious even than that. Because after the Civil War, the Democrats wanted to make sure that the white race stayed pure. And the only way to do that was for the government to step in and make sure whites weren't getting married to blacks. I know that sounds crazy, but that's actually history. Democrats also introduced the blood test when getting married as another fail-safe to make sure that their race remained pure, the government could track what was going on. And then you, you fast forward to now and we've got the Republicans who just always get hung up on these cultural issues. Look, it, and from, from my standpoint, from my faith, my spiritual beliefs, I, I know what, the, what scripture says about, about marriage, and it's between a man and woman. But I'm not going to die on the hill of fighting over that issue. We've got issues that are way more important in this country. National security. Without national security, none of this matters. A border. Without a border, we are not a country. Our economy, which is absolutely disastrous... But when it comes to the federal government, it doesn't matter who gets married to who. And uh, it just doesn't. Nobody gives a shit. And you got Republicans acting like they're taking the moral high ground here. It's just a cheap political ploy. It's just a distraction. And again, it's coming with a gazillion problems that we are facing and are affecting all of us. That problem affects a microscopic percentage of our population. And again, I, I don't think the federal government has any 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 part in that conversation. But but the issue is this is what you're you got a bipartisan you're celebrating a bipartisan issue on the heels of a broken and failed election that deals with same sex marriage while well, we're in the midst of a recession, an energy crisis on the brink of World War III, which got even worse today, right as we started the show. And for some reason, these Republicans who don't understand their constituents or this country whatsoever think that that's what we're most concerned about. They've The Democrats have never had touch. They've never been in touch with Americans the American way, what we're, what we're like, what we want. They don't care. But the Republican Party, man, they've totally lost, lost touch. And it's really... I, Seeing that come out, I'm surprised Lindsey Graham's not on it too. He could finally get married to one of his male lovers. But all right,
2: so speaking, I was doing, doing some more research on the missiles that went over. Okay, um, it was two. There was a wave that were uh, getting uh, shot over to. Uh, would it be uh, live like the L I V I? However you would, I don't know how you that live or give? I don't know. Anyway. And uh, those two went over about 50 miles away from that city, over the border. Firefighters were there, and they said it's actually unclear as to what happened. But the people in the area did say they saw missiles come in, so they're there. They were there trying to get it all, get break down what actually happened and all that stuff. And so there was a wave that was being sent, and they're saying the two just deviated. Whether, yeah. you know.
1: Well, again, I, I, no one is saying, and I know you're not trying to like de- defend it. Like, no one is saying that they were intentional. This kind of crap happens in war. You have yes. you have things go go askew, and and there's collateral damage, and there's stuff like that. But in this case, that's always been the issue with this particular proxy war is we're one missile going askew away from World War Three, if 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 we're not careful and that's 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 where we're at right now and then you've got u.s intelligence officials coming out and saying it which indicates you know uh, we're going to talk more about it in booze and banter so you got to come over to uh get yourself over there get yourself a drink in between the break we got we got more time here i'm not we're not leaving yet so don't don't go there yet we'll get that set up here shortly and and start the start the feed over there but real quick uh, just hitting back on this GOP party you've got this bill that's being pushed forward as we deal with all sorts of other atrocious things and then you've got someone in Nikki Haley who is one of the bigger names in conservative politics yes but she had a she's getting some heat here and i'm going to go i'm going to i'm going to hit a couple different points here but she had a fundraising event this weekend in new york and if you wanted to attend per the graphic we'll put up here this is from there and it's kind of hard to see in the bottom right but she had to to be vaccinated proof of covid-19 vaccination along with valid photo photo identification are required for entry now it could just be the venue and not the Haley team policy,
2: yeah which venue were they at do, do do we know
1: uh I'll look I'll look it up yeah it's I think it's somewhere in the maybe the, the it's the bigger the bigger version of that I don't know if we have that though but but <clears throat> to which I would say, look, if that's the case, if it's hey, we just chose this venue and then they dropped that on us. If you want to get American voters behind you and you're a conservative, God fearing American, you know what you do? You say, yeah, hell no, we're not going to be there anymore. Cancel our contract. We're going to a venue who loves freedom and allows people to do what they think makes the most sense for them, which might be getting the vaccine. I don't encourage it, but if that's what you think is best for you, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You know why? Because it's not my job, it's not my business. You do you i'll do me we're not talking sexually but that's 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 how things need to be this was in dallas fort worth no it was in new york this was this one was in new york was it the 12th 14th it's coming up on the 14th oh, okay oh
2: yeah. okay guys they, yeah. they just had one on the 12th in dfw okay and, yeah okay
1: that and that who knows dallas has kind of gone crazy too um So I don't know if this was a mistake, if it was done on purpose. We know that she's considering an election. There's a lot of people who don't. Shirley says, I do not trust Nikki Haley. There's a lot of people who don't. I don't know that I do either. I'm not saying I do. And I want to like her. She's a pretty likable person, at least on the surface. But I think that she is, is much more of an establishment type than we need for this country that's not to say that she's never done something good for this country look there are establishment people who have done some good things for this country that doesn't mean i like them or their politics nikki haley's done some good things do i want her to be president no do i want her involved in key decisions or in some leadership position for our party no i don't And particularly now with everyone, I think everyone should have a healthy suspicion of people in our own party, because you can't trust the Republican Party anymore. They don't seem to have the best interests of Americans at heart. And again, I don't relish that. I don't celebrate that being the case. But that is the case. And we're in this situation now where people believe they have two, two options. Two parties, and as we discussed yesterday, it's really just not the case anymore. We've got a uniparty, one that pretends they're conservative, but then goes along with the Dems. One that's just outright. So yes, you can vote with an R or a D, but there's very few candidates out there that actually are going to try and take a conservative message and set of ideals across the ends, you know, the gold line. Like it's just, it's just not really the case. So we'll see with her again. I'm not saying that I, that she's awful and everything about her is awful. I there's there's people who will go all in on against. I I'm not doing that with her, but I I don't necessarily trust her either. I don't think she's what America needs. And if you're her and her staff and this was a venue issue, you know how you solve it like I said at the beginning of this segment. You 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 cancel that venue and you and you just don't give anyone the ammunition they 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 want to go after you. And Either they wanted this, or they kept it and said, we'll deal with it, and I think it was a bad move either way. Okay. I'm going to try and speed through this. And then we'll get to booze and banter. So we've got a lot of people who are out there saying Trump shouldn't run. And now you've got Rupert Murdoch, who's the latest voice to chime in and urge former President Trump not to run. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, what I think about this here in a second, but I'm going to tell you what he said. <clears throat> he he seemed, Rupert seems to think that Trump's time is come and gone. He should step aside, let somebody else carry the torch for the Republican Party. I don't necessarily have a problem with that sentiment. As you guys know, I like Trump. I like DeSantis. I'm torn on it. I think one of the two needs to be our, our nominee. I could be convinced of either one right now. I tend to lean DeSantis, but I could be convinced of either one. But nobody seems to be familiar with this concept of you got to dance with the person that brought you to the party. And it does seem like everyone's starting to jump ship to find the newest thing. Americans always like what's new. Shiny ball syndrome is a real deal here. And they don't have an appreciation for what's old and good until it's gone. And again, I'm not saying like, it's like we talk about technology and some of the green stuff that's that's coming on i'm not always opposed to change. i'm not opposed to change actually at all if it is thought through and it makes sense when it comes to getting rid of fossil fuels we're not prepared for that we would get crushed it is a horrible decision when it comes to to politics there has to be a measured approach with this it has to be a strategy when especially when you look at who we're up against how much control they have So, like we said the other day, I mean, look, let's let everyone put their hats in the ring. Everyone say this person shouldn't do this, that person should. Let people throw their hats in the ring for the GOP primary. And then let them slug it out during debates. Let us see how these next couple years unfold. And then we can make a good, educated decision on who the nominee is going to be. Presuming Trump runs, he's supposed to make an announcement tonight. We don't know. Yesterday, we got word that it might not actually come tonight, it might, might, might be something else. Going on, But all this to say, when it comes to Rupert Murdoch and some of these people who are urging him not to run, saying he shouldn't run, saying DeSantis is better than him, whether people believe that or not, there's a lot of people who are saying that. If you truly don't want Trump to run, knowing who he is, knowing how he operates, knowing his ego, knowing all that, the worst thing you could possibly do is urge, suggest, or demand that he shouldn't run. You know why? Because it's going to guarantee that he does. That's just who he is. We've got to see and learn and understand a lot more about this complicated individual over the last few years. And if there's if there's one thing that we know for certain is if you poke him and you push him or you say he can't do this, he's going to do it. So that's not me saying I think he should or he shouldn't. I'm just telling all these people who are saying, don't do it, you shouldn't do it. If you tell Trump to, to not do it, he's going to do it. This, look at, even before he got into politics, look at how he conducted business in the public eye for the last 40, 50 years. So I, for all those people who are saying it's time to pass the torch on, again, I don't completely disagree with you, <clears throat> but it needs to be slugged out. He needs to make his decision on his own. Others need to make their decision on their own. I wish we were more in lockstep with each other as a party in terms of candidates and stuff like that, but we're not. We're, we're fractured and, and we're a hot mess. But <clears throat> let them let him slug it out and don't tell people not to do it because it's just going to encourage people who have egos. They're just going to do it. A lot of you are the same way too. I, you tell me I can't do something. Guess what? I'm going to do it. I might die trying, but I'm going to do it. But tonight, as I said, is the night that Trump's poised to make a major announcement at Mar-a-Lago. We'll see what it is. We'll see what it is. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of polls out there right now. Like I said yesterday, there's a new one today, Clay Travis, who I don't really know Clay. I know his co-host, Buck Sexton, who's a a buddy of mine. Um, But Clay Travis of of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show put out a poll yesterday on Twitter. And he said, "If you had to vote today for the Republican nominee in 2024, your choice choices were Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Who would you vote for?" He had—I don't know what the total is now. At the time, he had 143,000 votes. It's much bigger than that now. 82% chose DeSantis. The Babylon B, <coughs> excuse me, the Babylon B, did a similar one, and the poll numbers were about the same. So what's going to be interesting with this is going on that point of, that I just said, Rupert Murdoch and these other people saying Trump don't run, it's not your time anymore, which is going to just propel him on to want to run more. If you see, if you're Trump and you see all these poll numbers coming out, knowing he's got a huge base and knowing that even some of those people who would vote for DeSantis allegedly in those polls love Trump and would still be on Team Trump and are grateful for what he did, I, I, I'm curious how that plays into his psyche because he's he's definitely someone who's an emotional person. Most of us are in our own respects. We'll see. I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting. All right, folks, we are out of time. We're out of time here, but we got more time over on Locals for Booze and Banter. You can get over there at drewberkwist.locals.com. We don't have the feed set up, but if you get to drewberkwist.locals.com, we'll have it set up in a few minutes. You can come on in there, have some fun with us, get yourself a coffee, a drink, a cigar, whatever you want to do come have some fun with a great community we look forward to seeing you there we'll talk more about russia poland we're gonna get into the disastrous murder rates here in america that keep going up and how that affects you and what jeff bezos said man this is kind of terrifying i'll tell you what he said we'll explain it if you can't come we'll see you tomorrow be safe be smart be free
0: You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.